New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey everyone, Dr. Joseph here coming to you with day 35 in our Exodus reading plan. Uh, How exciting that this is. And so uh, I'm going to just dig in reading here in Exodus chapter 18. I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 12. 1 through 12 in Exodus chapter 18. And I'm going to be reading out the New International Version. So join along with me. Now Jethro, the priest of Midian and father-in-law of Moses, heard of everything God had done for Moses and for his people Israel, and how the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. After Moses had sent his wife Zipporah and his father-in-law Jethro received her and her two sons, one son was named Gershom, for Moses has Moses said, I have become an alien in a foreign land. And the other was named Eleazar, for he said, My father's God was my helper. He saved me from the sword of Pharaoh. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, together with Moses' sons and wife, came to him in the desert, where he was camped near the mountain of God. Jethro had sent word to him, I, your father-in-law, Jethro, am coming to you with your wife and her two sons. So Moses went out to meet his father-in-law and bowed down and kissed him. They greeted each other and then went into the tent. Moses told his father-in-law about everything the Lord had done to Pharaoh and the Egyptians for Israel's sake and about all the hardships they had met along the way and how the Lord had saved them. Jethro was delighted to hear about all the good things the Lord had done for Israel in rescuing them from the hand of the Egyptians. He said, Praise be to the Lord who rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians and of Pharaoh, and who rescued the people from the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all other gods, for he did this to those who had treated Israel arrogantly. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brought a burnt offering and other sacrifices to God, and Aaron came with all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moses' father-in-law in the presence of God. Now, uh, I want you to think about uh, kind of the uh, kind of those moments whenever uh, maybe you have uh, the in-laws planning to come over, right? Uh, we have our in-laws that are showing up, and maybe you've got some good in-laws. Maybe you've got some kind of uh, questionable in-laws, right? Uh, but anyways, that's what's happening in this story is that the in-laws are showing up. Uh, maybe for Jethro, uh, Zipporah and the kids have just been driving them crazy. He said, hey, you guys are close enough uh, to, to where we are. Why don't you take them back, right? You've been in Egypt. I've been watching them. It's time for you to have them back, right? And so uh, we, we kind of you know laugh about that a, a little bit. But I think it's kind of interesting to see the relationship that Moses had with his father-in-law. I'm very blessed in my life to have a great relationship uh, with my father-in-law. And, and in fact, I, I look to him as another father figure. And what a great way that that is to have. And, and so uh, what were some things that uh, about this that we can see? Well, Moses has learned lessons from Jethro. That's kind of the respect that he had. In fact, if you go back, you think about how whenever Moses had escaped and he had gone to Midian and uh, uh, Zipporah and her sisters had brought uh, 
uh, had brought Moses to Jethro, and Jethro put uh, put Moses in charge of shepherding. And so there Moses was on the Mount of Horeb, uh, Mount Sinai, and he was there able to meet God there and able to hear his purpose in freeing the people. Well, that was a long time period that Moses was out there being a shepherd, and there would have been a lot of lessons that Moses would have learned because why he had grown up in the palace he was a he was in line to be a pharaoh within a dynasty uh, of pharaohs there in Egypt and so we see that there is uh, a, a lot of things that that Moses would have learned and in fact we even see this later on of how this uh, this impacted Israel very very greatly whenever they're walking through the wilderness and and learning things in that way but we also see as well that that Moses he he had a genuine love for Jethro. Once again, it wasn't this um, it wasn't this treating hard or anything like that. I've got to be a tough uh, father-in-law on um, uh, on my son-in-law or anything like that. And I think we see this reciprocal love that was in place, and how powerful that that is. Uh, I, I just want to kind of even say this. I, I'm, gonna, I'm the father of two daughters. And so uh, I'm looking forward to the day that I'm going to be able to kind of, you know, mess around with my sons-in-laws and kind of our future sons-in-laws and, you know, have a little fun with them. But I'm also looking forward to the day whenever I'm going to have two, two new sons in my family. You say, what, what do you mean by that? It's, it's that the reality is, is that whenever they're one, that I need to treat them as one. I don't need to try and tear them apart in any type of way. I need to I, I need to let their marriage be their marriage, but at the same time, I'm there to love and support them in their marriage. And that's a part of being a great in-law. And that's a part of where I don't try to take advantage of that relationship either with my father-in-law. I, I want to be a great son-in-law because I'm caring for his daughter. I'm caring for their child. And I want them to see that I love that I love Brittany uh, with uh, as much love that they have as a uh, as a parent for a child. So I, I want them to understand that. And, and so, anyways, I think that the, that's a really important just to kind of understand the relationship that's being demonstrated here between Moses and and Jethro. But here's the here's kind of the most interesting part that we see in this is that Moses was able to show his father-in-law the gospel. He was able to show his father-in-law the power of God. You see, you see, as a as a uh, priest for for Median, uh, you know, Jethro would uh, in some ways he affirmed that there was a God, but he didn't really know the true God. And so what we start to see is that Moses comes along, and what does he do? He starts to show his father-in-law the truth. And the way that he's just doing it, he's just sharing about the, the wonderful, the amazing things that have happened to, to them, the deliverance of God. In fact, if you kind of remember the context of this, just before this would have been the battle with the Amalekites. And the Amalekites, uh, they were a powerful people, and yet Moses was able to share about how even through that battle, there was that time where Aaron and her are holding up his hands, and Joshua's out there fighting, and as, as he's holding up his hands, there's a battle that's being won. That was no accident by any kind of means. And so Moses had a story to share, 
And, and so even in that moment, you know, and the reality is, is that you may be a son-in-law or a daughter-in-law and you have maybe a lost in-law. Maybe you have even a lost parent. And sometimes we say, you know what? Uh, I struggle sometimes with, with being able to share with them the good news. But friend, I'm telling you, when we have, when we have the deliverance of God, on our side, we really have the greatest news. And why wouldn't we want to share that with the people that we love the most? And so I think that's a great thing that we see here because it sees here, we see here what happens. Verse seven, Moses, he went out to meet his father-in-law. He bowed down and kissed him. He's showing respect to him in that moment. He's, he's showing the, the genuine love that he is supposed to have from an in-law, from a son-in-law to a father-in-law. But Moses then, in verse 8, he told his father-in-law about everything the Lord had done. I mean, once again, he had he had the story to tell about what God had done and how it says there at the end of verse 8, how the Lord had saved them. I mean, what a powerful thing that Moses was doing as he was sharing the gospel. Once again, your story that you have of how Christ came and how he died on the cross for you, how he rose again, and how he has given you the gift of eternal life. You have this amazing story that you have to share with anybody and everybody. Why wouldn't you want to share that with the people that you love the most? And here's where we have, here's here's kind of the, the conversion point that we see for Jethro, right? Verse 10, here, here's what Jethro says. Is it praise be to the Lord who rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians? And then we have verse 12. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brought a burnt offering and other sacrifices to God. There was his conversion moment. He could see, Jethro could see from this point on that he was going to worship God and God alone. That he was going to be not a priest of Median. He was going to be a priest of God and God alone. What a great truth that that was to, to just see the conversion moment and how that was a part of what a celebration that that was to know that that now Moses was able to to have his father-in-law as a brother in Christ, to lock arms, to lock in an embrace as a brother in Christ. What a great, great celebration that must have been for them. I will encourage you from this moment, this time. Maybe if uh, maybe you have an in-law, maybe you have a family relative that's uh, that's maybe lost. They don't know Jesus, and and maybe that your relationship hasn't been where where you like for it to be. I will encourage you first and foremost uh, start learning how to respect one another, even through these moments, even through these times whenever they they maybe they're struggling with their faith or they're struggling to understand who God is. But understand as well, number two, you have a you have a story to share if you have if you have Christ in your heart. If you have Christ, you have a, a wonderful story to share about his goodness in your life, to share about how he has saved you and delivered you. And and what what better thing for you to start to do than to lovingly share that? He didn't he didn't force Jethro by any kind of means to believe in this moment. Jethro heard the gospel and he heard how there was life and deliverance that's found in God and God alone. 
And in this moment, he praised him. He received him and received the gift of eternal life. He placed his faith in God and God alone. So I want that to be an encouragement to you. Guys, thanks again for joining with me in this time of just growing in God's word together. And I encourage you to continue on in the next day of podcast as we continue growing in God's word as we're reading through Exodus. God bless. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you Monday.